are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to a Wednesday and hump day edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast where we're providing you the best Arizona State Sun Devils content anywhere in the whole wide world. On today's edition of the podcast, me and Connor are going to break down the opening game for the Arizona State basketball team as they took down the Portland Pilots to the score of 76-60. First segment, we're going to talk about the good. Second segment, we're going to talk about the bad, which thankfully there isn't too, too much to talk about, but there is plenty of basketball to talk about. And at the very end of the podcast, we're going to highlight our boy Rashad White and the accomplishments that he had, and unfortunately, another transfer out of Arizona State's football team. This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. I'm your host, Richie Bradshaw, joined always by my good friend, Connor Drios. Make sure you follow both of us on Twitter, at RichieBrads36 and at CDrios. Make sure you also follow the podcast Twitter page, at LO underscore Sun Devils. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get them, we got them. We're there, free and available, Monday to Friday, the best Arizona State Sun Devils content. But before we jump into our first segment, talking about the good from Arizona State's win over Portland to not kick off, tip off the basketball season, Connor, how are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, good way to, to kick off. Wow, I just did the same thing. Good way to tip off <laughs> the season for the basketball team. Um, it, it's at least nice that we get to see two different teams in action at once. Um, I, ideally, they're both doing well at the same time, not both destroying our lives having to watch these games. Uh, but good way, uh, again, to start the season for ASU. We'll kind of see how they uh, continue to play throughout the season, but uh, at least a lot of positives to take away from this game. Yeah, there are a lot of positives, and that's actually what we're going to hop into. But don't forget that this episode of the Locked on Sun Devils is brought to you by McDonald's. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty and affordable food. It's a place where friends and family come to reconnect. It's a place you always look forward to stopping on a long road trip to refuel. Head to your local McDonald's right now to connect and refuel. Ba-da-ba-ba. I'm loving it. Connor, let's go ahead and talk positives from this game. So... First and foremost, a win is a win. 76-60 was the final score. Unfortunately, they did not cover. I was like, but only winners cover the spread, Richie. Yeah. Good good teams win, great teams cover, and Arizona State did not cover. So, I think during yesterday's podcast, it was set at 24 and a half, and I had noticed this morning, uh, I was just double-checking on the game, it did move back to 22 and a half. Not that that is like this total indictment of how good this Portland Pilots team is, uh, but just interesting so it, it is a big spread so the fact they didn't cover is not the end of the world uh but on yesterday's podcast we both said they would win and win by closer to like 30 uh so we're not off to a hot start in the betting odds for basketball this season nope and it just it, it's so funny you look at the box score and they didn't shoot overly terrific like specifically from the three point they only made five free or six free points excuse me for almost 20 attempts, but it, as I'm watching the game, I sat there and I, every time they made one, I was like, man, it just feels like they're on one, but that wasn't true. 
We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more in the bad segment. Bobby Hurley had some comments about some of the three-point shooting, specifically in the first half. Uh, but overall, uh, you got a lot of run, kind of early and often from a lot of players. Uh, I think the five starters that they had, so that was Kamani Lawrence, Luther Muhammad, uh, Marcus Badley, Marion Jackson, and Alonzo Gaffney, um, all got, I think, at least 10-plus minutes in the first uh, in the first half. So, uh, But they were switching, switching periodically throughout that game. But I want to talk about that defense for sure. The defense was highlighted throughout the preseason as being an area of strength for the Sun Devils team. They forced 21 turnovers on this pile of the team. So even on a night where you're not doing so well from the three-point range, uh, you can definitely make up for it by getting some of those turnovers and getting the ball back in your possession. Do I expect that to continue throughout the season? Maybe not that many turnovers, uh, but it's nice to see that defense playing strong uh, early on this season. Yes, the defense looked outstanding. They they forced um, let me see twenty one turnovers. They forced twenty one turnovers. It was insane. They just continued to get the ball and they rebounded very well. And they, they just offensively, offensively and defensively, they were getting all their rebounds. Anytime the ball hit the glass and it didn't go in, our guys were right there to get the rebound. In fact, our boy um, Kamani Lawrence ended up with a double double: nineteen points, ten rebounds, two assists. He looked. Terrific. It was also uh, instrumental in some of the, the defensive play as well. Had a block and three steals. Uh, also five for five from the three-point line. So uh, great night for Kamani Lawrence. Definitely the player to highlight throughout this game. Uh, but as we mentioned, uh, a lot of other players did get some run. They had eight total players in this game, uh, all seeing no worse than 13 minutes. So I will say uh, I, I was happy about the fact that we also had five different Sun Devils uh, that had at least double-digit points. Uh, so not only Kimani Lawrence, but essentially all of your starters, uh, except for Marion Jackson. Uh, he only had two points, which was uh, the buzzer beater at the end of the first half, uh, where he got the ball, uh, essentially a loose ball and then made a long two-point uh, shot right at the end of the first half. Uh, but overall, it was not a great night from him. Uh, but then you had DJ Horn, who had 11 points as well, so somebody else contributing off your bench. So uh, while Kimani Lawrence was your, uh, your top scorer, you did at least get production from other players. Um, a guy like Marcus Bagley, who we expect to be a little bit better throughout the season, it's nice to have a running mate for him as well. So I, w- I want to bring up, I think it's pronounced Jemiah, Jemiah Neal. I'm not sure how you pronounce it off the top of my head. But he did play 21 minutes, uh, 2.3 rebounds, 3 assists. It wasn't anything outstanding, but he was on he was on the court for 21 minutes. I was very happy to see that we shuffled a lot of guys in and out. Same with DJ Horn. And Horn was actually very effective for us. Uh, four, four of nine on field goals, three of five on three points, and ended up with 11 points of his own, which put him in fourth on the team. And considering he basically was their sixth man because he wasn't in the starting five lineup, it's really awesome to see you getting those kind of points from your bench. So as we mentioned, uh, at least a decent way to start off the season. I, I will say, and we've talked about a little bit more of this in the bad segment, um, not exactly a huge statement win, but it's a win nonetheless, right? If they came on, or we had to come on the podcast after a loss, this would be a very different tone. Um, I don't think anyone's going to be around the water cooler tomorrow saying, hey man, did you watch that ASU game last night? It's going to be more of a, hey, did you watch the ASU game last night? They're, they were okay, right? Uh, so they at least took care of business. Um, we'll, we'll see where they can take it from here. Yeah, but I there there is quite a bit of positives to build off of for this one, in my opinion. It, did we cover the spread of 24 and a half? No. Honestly, we probably shouldn't have taken that spread with hindsight. 
knowing knowing Arizona State sports seems to always struggle to cover the spread. We probably should have known better for such a big spread, but there was a lot of positive to take from this win, and I will take a 16-point win at home against a team that you're supposed to beat. I'll take a really good performance all around from the whole team, both the starting five and otherwise. I don't know if we touched on him. Eno, Enoch uh, Boache, very impressive. Yep, so, some limited minutes there. He played the least out of all your players, uh, but when he did play, was very dominant from the center position. Um, definitely great size to have, uh, and I think Marcus Bagley had talked about that post game as well. Uh, nice to have some more recruitment. Boache was a highly recruited player, so good on Bobby Hurley to get a guy like that into the program. Uh, we'll, we'll see how he can continue to develop. Was not a starter, and I don't expect him to be there going forward. Uh, but in the example of uh, you losing like an Alonzo Gaffney or something like that uh, later on this season, we'll see how Boache can step up in his plays or with his limited minutes. Yeah, so in those 13 minutes, he still found a way to get six rebounds and was two for two on, on uh, field goals. One of two on his free throws, got a block, but did commit one turnover. All in all, very impressive debut debut for Boache, especially considering he only played the 13 minutes. Yeah, overall, all the guys who got on the court, I was very happy with their performances, even if some of them didn't put up the numbers we liked, like Marion Jackson only with the two points. You feel like that's kind of a stinker. It was one of seven on field goals, over four on three points. Could have been better, but I mean pretty impressive other than that so not too much complaint on my side not too much complaint on your side a good win all around so that'll wrap up the good segment of the Arizona State Sun Devils win over the Portland Pilots to kick off the basketball season on tip Tuesday off night. the basketball season did I say kickoff yes yes we that we're, we're th- three deep already on that mess up so big woof so to start how about that to start the basketball season. That's going to wrap up the good segment. When we return, we are going to do a little bit of nitpicking, and we're going to talk about the negatives that came from the Arizona State Sun Devils win over the Portland Pilots from Tuesday night. You are listening to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. All right, college football fanatics. Have you heard about Price Picks? Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Price Picks is the leader in college sports daily fantasy. They offer more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of the Power 5 as well as mid-major players you might not have ever even heard of. PrizePix offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. So here's how it works. You're going to give all of your users your promo code, which is going to be locked on, and they're going to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just be sure to use that promo code locked on. You're going to pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. PricePix also allows mixed sports entries, so you can take the over on LeBron combined with the under on Mahomes in the exact same entry. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PricePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out PricePix.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. Or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. This episode of the Locked on Sun Devils is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty and affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come to reconnect. A place where classmates can meet up for study group knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and an endless supply of french fries or McFlurries. It's the best place to go 
after a little league game. It's the best place to go for a birthday party. It's the best place to go on one of those long road trips. And when you feel like you can't see anything in sight, over the horizon comes the big golden arches. McDonald's is the best. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team or the away team can come to recharge. It's a place where you always look forward to stopping on that long road trip that we just talked about. So head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect. Did somebody say locked on Sun Devil's watch party? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. And we're back for the second segment of a Wednesday hump day edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Again, thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. Remember that we're free and available on all platforms. It's what makes us better than everybody else. That and the fact that we have a lot of fun on here and give very biased and unbiased opinions about the best college in the whole wide world. Biased opinion is saying we're better than everybody else. And biased, unbiased, I should say, would be saying that it's the best uh, college in the whole world. That, that's that, definitely that, unbiased. It's just science. It's science, plain and simple. Mr. Ron Burgundy would be proud of us for that one. We do have to get into some of the bad of this game. It's not a loss. It's the first game of the season. You, you don't want to be extremely negative, but it's not like this game was perfect. They did not shut out the pilots, and they were not perfect on their side offensively or defensively as well. So, Can I, you I think, imagine shutting out a team in basketball? I think you'd have to stop playing. Like Your your players could no longer play the sport professionally, like collegiately, otherwise um, your school would probably have to shut down and ASU would probably have to lay low for a little while because they're, they're probably, probably wanted for something. But, <laughs> dude, you you would probably have to field like five Richie Bradshaw and Connor Drioses in order to get shut out by anyone. Or is there 10 of us on the court at that time? Or No, no, there's like a combination. So there's like two Connors, two Richies, and then there's... Uh, two of us stacked on top of each other for the two center. Two of us stacked on top of... Yeah, and we, we call him like... like uh, Kitchy or Ronner? Ronner, definitely. I like, Ronner. I like Ronner. Anyways, bad for this game, the bad. I, I think we got to start with the three point shooting, uh, which was, I, I think, at 27% for the team. Like, is this the end of the world because of one bad game, three point shooting otherwise? No. But at the same time, Bobby Hurley, again, after the game, had made comments about how he was uh, more so unhappy with how quick some of the offensive drives were going for ASU. So. Uh, they get the ball, go down into Portland's side of the court. Uh, if they saw an opening, kind of take a quick three, and then they wouldn't play the rebound. So while when those shots are going in, you're absolutely okay with it. When they're not, it's a, it's a topic to, to discuss. So for the most part, the team as a whole did not shoot well from three-point range. Uh, we would hopefully look to get that fixed going forward. Um, it, it's just one of those things where always with hindsight, you can look back. It's like, well... What if you just took like half those opportunities or even like a third of them and you scored two pointers on them instead? Like you're you're picking up a chunk of points that you could be missing out on. So uh, again, when they're making those shots, we, we can't really complain about it, but not great for them tonight. I, I highlight more the fact that uh, backing up what Bobby Hurley was saying is that the, the drives were just so quick and they weren't trying to necessarily move the ball around and move towards the net. So I think if you're just taking up those shots and kind of shooting on a prayer um, right as you get into their side of the court, that's not necessarily going to come off well. So uh, we'll see how that changes over the next couple of games. Yeah, I think, honestly, Connor, I think these guys might have been just very excited to get back onto the court and have an audience to watch them this year. So for what it's worth, it was really, really great to see the 942 crew show up again. But I'm pretty sure the curtain of distraction did not work. 
I'm pretty sure the curtain of distraction generally gives them like five wins a year, which they didn't have last year, and it was clearly seen in the standings. So uh, whether it didn't work tonight or hopefully will work in the future, um, definitely a big advantage on their part. Yeah, but like I said, I, unfortunately, I think that uh, Portland nailed all of their free throws against the curtain of distraction. So consider it a warm-up game. By the time we get to midseason form, it's going to be great. We'll have Michael Phelps out there in a speedo like like he did a few years back. It'll be awesome. But They did not make all of their free throws. They were 10 of 11. Yes, but I'm pretty sure in the second half when they had to go up against the curtain of distraction, I'm pretty sure they made them all. It really wasn't the curtain of distraction, right? It was like really the curtain of like uh, weirdness, a, a annoyance. Like there you go. No, but real quick, just for talking about the three, uh, the the three three point shooting. It's not the end of the world, but in a in a in a time and era in basketball where you live and die by the three, you do wish that you were hitting more of those. But a lot of that's going to come down to getting better opportunities to take those shots because it seemed like when they took their time and they had open opportunities, that's when they were making them. But like you said, they're running down the court. They're excited. They want to they wanna make these splash plays against a team that they're supposed to beat down, and they're not, they're not taking good shots at that point. There was a lot of shots where you're just kind of sitting there like, that seemed really unnecessary. That didn't feel like it was the smart play. So... Yeah, it, it's just something that they'll get settled down. It'll get fixed. But tonight, shooting 27% for three-point is not ideal. We said it would get fixed about the ASU football penalties. Uh, Speaking of penalties. Yeah, so... It, it's an ASU thing, apparently. Yeah. 17 penalties tonight. 16 personal fouls and one technical. Not, not ideal, but hopefully that... Uh, that can kind of ebb and flow, right? Whether your team is, is generally getting calls or not based on, on how well your team is performing is totally another discussion, but we'll see how that changes. I, I personally don't think they took advantage of a bad enough team. Uh, again, it, it's not so much that because they didn't win by like 30 or cover the spread that it's just a total loss. No, I, I mean, they are, are trying to work out their, their kinks right now and it's their first game. Uh, I, I would have liked to have seen a, a better output overall by the team. Uh, defensively, obviously, they were very solid, but if they could have put up a couple more points, I, I definitely would have been a little bit more okay with that. Um, but just something to monitor. At some point, if you're facing some of these bad teams, like when they play UC Riverside uh, on Thursday, uh, again, another bad team I expect them to, to totally just destroy. So uh, hopefully we'll see a little bit better uh, point differential there. Yep, you definitely want to see that turnaround. And then the other, the other thing I wanted to talk about, while... The defense did get 21 turnovers. The offense committed 19, 19 turnovers. Yep. So you're not going to win basketball games doing that. I mean, that's that's probably the biggest reason why we only won by 16. You take cut that half. I was going to say that's that's the goal right there. Is you're not going to not have turnovers, but if you can win that turnover battle and by a wide margin, I was going to say you technically won it. Yeah, I mean you did. Um, but if you're putting up points on a, a good chunk of those turnovers as well. I mean, that's just such a, a big advantage gap when you're playing against other teams. Because even on a night, like we had said, when you're not shooting incredibly efficient from the three-point line, if you're just getting opportunities and more opportunities for points, uh, it, it just, it's a big swing, right? You're, you're stopping the other team from scoring on you while giving your team an extra, or giving them an advantage as well. Yeah, and at the end of the day, committing 19 turnovers isn't going to win you very many games against any teams. You just so happen to be playing a, like, teeny tiny little school that you were supposed to beat, but you commit 19 turnovers against the UCLA's and the U of A's and the organs of the Pac-12, you're going to get obliterated. 
that needs to get fixed and it needs to get fixed quickly because if you don't do it it's going to come around it's going to bite you in the rear and you're going to be tail tucked between your legs walking yourself down to the bottom like not even the bottom half like the the bottom bottom the rock bottom of the Pac-12. 13th of the like Pac-12 in the standings. Exactly. Somehow BYU got ahead of us because BYU just apparently is in the Pac-12 these days. So with that being said, that's going to go ahead and wrap up our bad segment of the podcast of the of the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast talking about the basketball team. So, we're going to go to our third segment now. When we return, we're going to talk about Rashad White, all the great that he did on Saturday night against USC. And then we're going to talk about another very unfortunate transfer that is hitting the Arizona State Sun Devils football team and what that means moving forward. You're listening to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. All right, on the count of three, I want you to think of what the best protein bar you've ever had was. Okay, one, two, three. Did you say Built Bar? Because if not, then you're just missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste like one. You have to try one of these amazing bars for yourself to actually believe it. The problem with most of the protein bars is some of them can be a little bit chalky or waxy. Some of them are even plain hard to just choke down. But a Built Bar is soft, covered in 100% real chocolate. And when you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. It's more of an experience and one that you're going to enjoy. In fact, you'd swear you're even eating a candy bar. Built Bars are low-carb, low-calorie, low-fat, sugar, and even high in protein. So all the healthy benefits on top of just being purely delicious. And there's so many flavors to go with it as well. Another great thing about Built Bar is the amount of flavors, including coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, coconut almond, salted caramel, double chocolate, and even cherry barcia. This month, Built is coming out with new limited time flavors every three to four days. So check their website often. You do not want to miss out. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of basketball season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you got to do, use the promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. From basketball to football to NHL to boxing to UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, Sun Devil Nation, it is time to wrap up this podcast, a Wednesday hump day edition. We talked about basketball for the first and second segment. We're going to go back to football for the third and final segment of this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. It's mainly good news to talk about, but we'll get the bad news out of the way first. That being wide receiver Jordan Porter has announced that he will enter the transfer portal after not getting even a remotely fair share amount of snaps this year. He had one catch against UCLA. I believe it went for 47 yards. It was 45. 45, yes. No, 47. You're right. What do I know? Oh, my God. Connor, you are, you're trying to undermine me on my podcast, and I cannot believe that you would do that. I was hoping you'd say, oh, you're right. It was 45, not 47. No. I, you, you could have told me it was 74, and I would have been like, yeah, no, that's right. But and anyways, that's neither here nor there. The point is... We are losing another wide receiver, and it stinks, 
because the wide receiver spot hasn't been great. And I understand that he wasn't getting on the field anyways, but there there was something about having this this cushion and this comfort of knowing that like, hey, we may not have a superstar receiver, but at least we got a pretty nice cast of guys. Losing Jordan Poyer is a bummer. Porter, excuse me. Jordan Jordan Porter. Not the Bills. Not the Bills safety. safety. No. Okay. Jordan Porter is definitely a bummer. But again, it's not it's not like some make or break move that's gonna end your season. It's just kind of a bummer, especially knowing that we've been losing a lot of commits lately. It just feels like it's it's another guy who's walking out on the program. And I mean power to him because he's gonna go to a team where he's going to get opportunities, and that's the most important thing. I, being the selfish Sun Devils fan, just don't want to lose guys. Yeah, I, I think, I hope we're not starting to see some of the writing on the walls of how maybe some of the players see this team in the future. Um, whether that be maybe even some of the lack of talent after players leaving or lack of talent coming in. But losing Porter, as you mentioned, it sucks. You don't want to lose a body, at least maybe someone who's been there for a little while. Um, I, I will say somebody who is not getting in front of our current wide receivers probably is not that big a deal. Um, still not ideal. You don't want to see anybody walk away from the team. You'd rather see this kid kind of come up, earn his spot, and play a little bit better each year. Uh, but it, but it is what it is. Uh, he had one catch for 47 yards against UCLA, as you had mentioned. I think he also fumbled a punt return against BYU, and after that, you kind of never heard from him again, sort of the, the catch against UCLA. So uh, is what it is. Um, I, I would rather someone like him leave, I think, than maybe another recruit and make this recruiting class even smaller. So um, we'll, we'll kind of see where it goes from there, but uh, at least maybe a name to monitor, just not for ASU anymore. Yep, and we're rooting for you. Wherever you go, Mr. Porter, we're, we're going to be rooting for you. We want you to succeed. We want you to get those opportunities. That's the bottom line. So we're very happy for you. We hope that your career continues to flourish wherever you end up going. But once a Sun Devil, always a Sun Devil. On to happier topics, let's talk about the one of the darlings of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, Rashad White. Connor, what who's happened? That? No, I, I don't. You, you tell me. What happened with Rashad White? I, who's Rashad White? He's some like baseball player for Arizona State, I think. Oh, it says here he's a running back. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's, That's the position in baseball? He is a running back for ASU's football team. Oh, football. Okay. Extremely well for them this last week. Is that the one that you play on ice? I don't believe so. But uh, he earned Pac-12 Player of the Week honors, as well as earning Rose Bowl Player of the Week honors. Uh, Richie, fun fact. Uh, okay. When was the last time a Sun Devil earned Rose Bowl Player of the Week honors? Hmm... There's a couple of players who come to mind. I'm. Has it been a while? Tell me that. Has it been a while? Um. What do you What do you consider a while? Ten years. No. 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 Definitely much more recent. Okay. Um. Let's go to Kill Harry. Uh, it was actually Eno Benjamin's performance in 2018, uh, where he had, I think, it was 312 rushing yards on the ground. Oh. Yeah, that sounds right, dude. Can. Can we just take a second to gush about Eno Benjamin and how yeah, great hey, he was? He was also great this last weekend. Did you see that play? I think it was against Drake Kirkpatrick, and you, sh- you sent him straight up to like to the shadow realm, man. Like ran through him like tissue paper right to it, the uh, the end zone. So right into the sixth layer of the Earth's crust. No, it was amazing. Eno Benjamin got his first career NFL touchdown. We love it. Uh, just for what it's worth, it does look like Arizona Cardinals running back Chase Edmonds is going to miss some time, which means that. 
Eno Benjamin is going to be RB2 for the team. And while he's not going to get a ton, a ton of touches because James Conner is very, very good, we are going to see some Eno Benjamin, and I'm very, very excited about that. Nice to see some Sun Devils in the NFL, so something to monitor. Exactly. But getting back to the topic on hand, the Rose Bowl Player of the Week, Rashad White. That's a really cool honor. Considering it hasn't happened for the Sun Devils in basically three years. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, he's also, as we mentioned before, he's the Pac-12 Player of the Week, um, which I think it was Tyler Johnson. It uh, was Tyler of, Johnson. Like week, it was it, like, it three, was like week three, I'm pretty sure. So second Sun Devil to win that this season. So um, just great to obviously see his historic performance, career highs, and just about everything for Rashad uh, just get recognized. Um, so yeah, good good job for Rashad. Hundred percent. I mean, I don't think we can put it any better than that. Super happy to see what Rashad was able to accomplish, both as a receiver and a runner. Particularly as a runner, two hundred and two rushing yards. He had the thirty-five extra receiving yards, and he had the hat trick on the ground. So, terrific night for Rashad White, one of the darlings of this podcast for a reason. Love him to pieces. I think that puts it to bed. Agreed. So there you go. So there, there you have it. That's going to wrap up the Wednesday Hump Day edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and making us your first listen every day. Go ahead and make the Locked On Pac-12 podcast your next listen. Get all your Pac-12 news in 30 minutes or less with Pac-12 expert Cindy Robinson. Now for us, make sure that you're subscribed to us on wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be Spotify or Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, we're there and available Monday through Friday, giving you the absolute best Arizona State football, basketball content, and a little bit of everything in between. Follow myself on Twitter at RichieBrads36. Follow Connor on Twitter at Cedrios. Follow the Locked on Sun Devils Twitter at LO underscore Sun Devils. And of course, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.